Should the UK self-employed estate agency models employ people who are not estate agents? Today, I'm joined by Adam Day, who is the boss man of EXP, this one of the biggest, if not the biggest, self-employed estate agency models in the UK. Adam, EXP at the moment is famed for the fact is that it will only take on estate agents who have two years or more experience. Whilst there are other models out there who will take anyone and train them to be self-employed estate agents. What are your thoughts on this matter? Talk to me. I, I have very strong views on this matter. Okay. Um, that um, for a number of reasons, I think that I remember in a previous role we were. Um, I was asked to just bring anybody into the business, and I saw from experience that those people who had never done estate agency before struggled. Um, other models that I've been watching and monitoring. I'm a bit of an estate agency geek. I love my numbers. I love my stats. I love looking at what people are doing and who's growing and who's not and all the rest of it. And the, there are other self-employed models who have allowed inexperienced or non-experienced agents to join and they've never really captured the imagination of the estate agents in the UK. So when I was first when approached... When you say capture the imagination, surely it's not the imagination of the estate agents that you have to imagination them, it's whether they're bloody well successful or not. But that's what, that's, that's what captures the imagination. You know, we had our... So, ah, so I had that first, you know, I had that rule, rule in place. It's not a rule, it's a guideline. It's not in our contract or anything, but it's certainly a guide. Um, Rewind a little bit. I remember John Cook saying to me, we need to set people up for success, not set people up for failure. That is a common mantra in my, with the team, with the agents, with everybody is, are we setting you up for success or are we setting you up for failure? If we're setting you up for failure, that is on us. We shouldn't be doing that. We should not be setting people up for failure where they could lose 10 grand, 15 grand in starting up, sending out letters. You know, the problem is they can send letters out. I can get their phone to ring. What I can't get them to do is answer the phone correctly and be a good estate agent when they're on the phone to that person when that phone call is actually made or go and sit on the sofa in their living room and help that owner with their decision. I mean, it's, what is particularly interested in is, is the franchise models, which if you think about it, are a form of self-employed estate agency. There's a lot more regulation, a lot more cost. A lot of them, your Martin & Co's, your Belvoirs, your Northwoods um, and others, do not seem to be attracting cold start estate agents and letting agents to their agencies. If you look at their PLC reports, they tend to be attracting uh, existing agents, buying an agency and rebranding them, which yeah. again, if you think about it, is what you do, but just with a lot more money. So do you think they're forward, they're, they've got the same idea themselves? Probably. I've never seen anything specific about we will only take No, they will never put, they'll never put that on. No, no. But, it, but it's, if you look at the PLC reports, there's not many people out there that they're recruiting who are not estate agents. Yeah, no, and, and that's why they're successful. The vast majority of those businesses, in my opinion, is you have to, you have to know how to lead and you have to know how to value a property. You have to, I don't think you can teach that. You know, when we, were, when we were youngsters, and I don't know, I'm sure you were the same, but when I, in 97 when I first started in the estate agency, I spent a year in the office listening to conversations, knowing, understanding what a vendor was, exchange of contracts, down valuations, you know, all that kind of stuff that you, you can't teach that stuff. You can't teach how so, to someone to deal with a down valuation because there's so many different ways of dealing with a down valuation, potentially. There's three or four different, five different ways you can deal with that. And I just think that, and then, and then when I valued houses, Ian, my old boss, shadowed me on the first 10 appointments. That's called mentoring. 
Um, so I think there is a way to bring agents on board that have never done estate agency before. I think that's through qualification, training and mentoring. Um, but you need to have enough mentors around the country in order to be able to mentor. Um, so there's a point in time where I think where maybe we, we will loosen that. Maybe we'll open okay. the gate a little bit. Um, but it's not until we're, you know, a few hundred agents more possibly. Okay. Yeah, but then, you know, there's... I know Newman's have got a fantastic lady who was never an estate agent who, who is basically breaking all the records. And I can think of a couple of Keller Williams people who are not estate agents who've done really, really well. What would your reply be to, to that? It's, it's a handful out of hundreds, in my opinion. You know, you look at... I've, I've, I say this often to a few people. They, they try and get people to join of... Who, have, who were, were good at you know, hospitality or whatever, they were great at the hotel, checking them in, and Adam, can we get this bag, got real potential? And I always look at it, and I, you know, Mark Bentley is one of our agents, he's past president of the NAEA, he's a brilliant agent, absolutely you know, top, top, top class agent. I think I'd probably need 20 to 30 inexperienced, inexperienced agents to replace one Mark Bentley. You know, that's, and that just increases my costs, it increases my time, it increases my time spent. Also, for, in my opinion, it devalues the customer, doesn't win. How, how's the client going to win from somebody who's been doing it for, well, never done it before, or you know, only trained with one of these models, um, in my opinion. Now, look, you can't guarantee good agents with two years' experience. I can't guarantee that, but I'm definitely giving ourselves a better chance and giving our agents a better chance of success. You know, again, if I was to allow inexperienced agents, how much time does Mark Bentley have to give that person? And then how much does that take away from his business? I can see no upside. I can see no upside at the moment for allowing inexperienced agents to join a model um, at do you all think at the it, Do you think it downvalues your model? Potentially, but this is why we have, this is why we have the quality of agents we have joining now. But then you could turn around and say, well, I'll, have, I'll just take anyone with two years' experience. Yeah, which we do. Which we do, and some fail, clearly. Um, but I mean, you do have plenty of people leaving you. You can see that by people, you know, with a couple of hours, I can see you going through LinkedIn, someone joining, and then 12 go back 12 months, they're not there anymore. Mm, yeah. so, so, you know, existing agents still fail, don't they? Of course they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think my, my chances of success for an, an existing agent is about 70% is my rough estimation. Is that the model or the person that reasons why people fail? Yeah, it's the person. Yeah, it's definitely. That's hard though, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be people here watching this who, who've been through your EXP model. And um, so, but they didn't look after me. But or, or did they? Or was their is their perception wrong about self-employed estate self-employed estate agency? Some people aren't suited to self-employed estate agency. Some people aren't suited to business ownership, which is what it is essentially. Um, it's a bit like that thing of being promoted too far. You know, sometimes you you are suited to being a branch manager, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I happen to think that we can help anyone be in it, a self-employed estate agent as long as they follow that process and they don't have that ego and they realise they've got to send out all the letters and all the stuff that they've got to do. Is it as simple as following the process and being patient? Yeah. But yeah. there's plenty of people out there that have an ego or pride that won't demean themselves by stuffing envelopes or door knocking or that sort Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. And, and so there'll be some inexperienced agents who are prepared to do that. Actually, probably, in a, ironically, more inexperienced agents who are prepared to do that. What they can't do 
is they can't answer that phone properly and they can't instill trust into the client because they've so never had estate agents before. What would your message be to the people that want to be estate agents and run their own estate agency? Go and work for one of the corporates for two years. Well, they've got no experience, yeah. Well, I would say go and get your level three property mark qualification, technical award in residential sales. Yeah. That gives you an yeah. idea of contracts and, you know, there's the law to put every offer forward and that kind of thing. Um, there's loads of good training out there. Um, I mean, you know, as I say, we do train, but it's advanced estate agency training. It's not for new agents to join. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was no better place for me to learn than, than at Country Properties back in 1997, which was on the job, in an office, um, with some brilliant estate agents that were my bosses. Thank you for your time today. I know there's going to be some estate agency models that don't agree with you. Um, if you are the boss of one of those self-employed estate agency models and you've not sat on that Watkins sofa, then give me a shout. And who knows, you could be sat there next week to discuss your point of view. Thank you for your time today, Adam. Thanks a lot.